Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives Podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Psychic Wives podcast. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Jerry Carabin. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And today we have a repeat guest with us. Mary Dalva is here to talk about this week's topic of conversation, which we laughed about that we all forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) Mary is such a fantastic guest that we would find something intriguing to use up our time with with her so hello mary how are you hello thank you for having me back i'm excited to be here we're excited too and and i'm excited because we we did figure out that we were going to be talking to you about auras Mm -hmm. and i'm particularly fascinated by this there's actually a metaphysical shop near me that does the the aura camera oh which i've never done before but i'm like oh should i spend the 35 dollars to go get my my auras. And so I'm, I'm going to don't know much about them, about how to how you differentiate what colors mean what all of that. So we can kind of just let you jump in and start talking if you don't mind. And start from the beginning, if you don't buy Mary, because there's some people I'm pretty sure most people know what an aura is. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's some people that are saying what the hell's an aura? Yeah. And they know what it means. Start there. Yeah. Right. All right. So auras are the energy fields that are outside your body. And so think about when you go into a place and you feel the energy of the place, you're like, Oh, this feels like a great place. I feel like I've been here before or, Ooh, does something feels weird in here? Well, you're feeling the auras of people in the room or people around you. So it's something really important to pay attention to because when you, when you're in tune with that energy um, it's, it can help guide you on whether or not you want to enter a certain place yeah, or keep walking talk to in. A certain people. Right. right, right. So um, that's really important. And it, it, it it's usually ores are about six feet off the body. Um, sometimes if they're huge, I mean, they can be, you know, you, you say someone has a huge aura, a huge energy, that's their aura. They're really out there with it. Or someone's feeling like pulling it very close because they don't feel so good about things, or they may not literally feel good. Their auras are very pulled in and tight. So if you think about, um, you know, someone who isn't feeling good, or if you're visiting someone in the hospital, unfortunately, sorry for that, but um, their auras are very small. They're very close to them because they're just trying to hold on to their energy. So it is something that we all are familiar with, but we just never, I just, you know, you hear, I just get this feeling that person didn't feel right to me. Well, that's why, because you're sensing what's in their aura and what's in their aura is their energy of who they are and what's going on with them. So if someone doesn't have necessarily maybe the best intentions or they're hiding something, you can feel that you can feel something's off Um, or they're very open and embracing of you or they like you. You can feel that, too. It's just I think sometimes we, you know, are too busy looking with what's right in front of us to feel that different kind of energy. And we 
you know, with intuition, same thing. We kind of just push it aside and say, right. Well, we're looking with our two eyes instead of our third eye. Third eye. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But this might also explain a little bit when people that are very empathic and when sometimes I'll say to somebody, you're, you know, that, that, you know, you're quite empathic and they're like, what? that's kind of what they're feeling somebody else's aura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you, you can feel the auras, but some people can see the auras as well. Right. Right. And- so um, in the spiritualist tradition, for folks that um, know uh, uh, Arthur Finley mediums, um, those folks can see auras and actually do readings through the auras. Other people do it too, but that's where I really learned how to do it is, um, you know, looking at someone's aura and be able to tell six months out and a year out, you can see what's coming in their aura. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is amazing. The other way that folks, and, you know, I've learned this different places is that, um, I used to do this in corporate meetings. Like I used to have fun with the people I worked with because, you know, it was a corporate job and I was a psychic. Um, (laughs) But if you're in one of those really stark white rooms, which a lot of corporate um, meeting rooms are, um, and if someone's sitting there, you can kind of relax your eyes Mm -hmm. and look behind them. And usually the colors will spring out onto the wall. You can see the colors. Now that can take practice if you do it once and you're like, oh, I can't see anything you know, don't fret, it'll come, but then you can see what's going on in someone's aura. Like, I remember I was in a meeting and I was looking at someone and I can see their head was a little bit cloudy. And I, I went over afterwards. I'm like, do you have a headache? And they were like, yeah. How did you know that? I was like, well, I just, I kind of felt it from you. You weren't yourself. I could see it in their aura. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. And so do you see different colors? You can. Yeah. yeah. And also, here's another thing I'll just mention that depending on what's going on with the person, the colors can shift. So when you mentioned, Kathy, about the the um, camera, you know, it's taking a picture of where your energy is on that day. Right. Um, so it's not like if you take a picture two months later, it might be something different. Like if you've gone through an initiation or an attunement, say you're, you yeah. go from Reiki to master, your aura is going to shift because okay. there's different energy in there and different spirits because you can right. see spirits and auras too. Interesting. Mm. If someone's hanging out with you. Yeah. So sometimes if someone's saying, you know, I feel like the spirits with me and I feel like you guys have probably heard this, the spirits around me, or I feel sometimes if you look, you can see them hanging out in the aura. You can just see a very bright white energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, that's usually a spirit. So you can see that. The the seeing piece, Mary, I was Mm -hmm. uh, curious whether we're seeing with our eyes or you're seeing in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know oh, some mediums say, I like, I always think of Matt Frazier, who just kills me. Right. Um, but, you know, he's always says, I see people standing behind you. And I'm like, I'm thinking, do you see here? Do you mm-hmm. see here? Like, what do you see? Because for me, I don't see, I see my mind's eye. Yep. I yep. don't, I don't see with my eyes. So I'm just curious. What, so I'm you... going to jump in here for a second because it's interesting because I wanted to say that you there's also aura or energy fields around like plants and like, yes. you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because there's this particular, I have a pool and I'm a bit of a sun person. And so I will lie out by my pool. There's this one particular tree that's just this huge, massive, it's like 50 foot tall hickory tree. And it's just the greenest of the green. And when I stare up at it, I can see the a w- very white aura around this tree. And I'm actually seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think there's a difference? I'm actually seeing that. I know I am. Yep. And, I, and I know yep. I, I, I can practice and look at somebody if they're up against a white wall or something and, right. and, and see it. But is it both? 
It is. So the white layer around it's usually the first layer that's close to the body. You want to try to look a little bit further out okay. um, because everybody usually has a white something around. If you're looking at them, they have a close, their energy okay. just kind of coming off their body. Yeah. Um, but then you want to look a little further out. That's why I was about six feet out. You can kind of play around with that a little bit. Um, I think Ginger, to answer your question, it, it can be both. I know like so say for psychic work, sometimes um, you're seeing things clairvoyantly. It's in your third eye, your mind's eye. Sometimes you're seeing someone stand behind someone. Like you're seeing a spirit. You're like, oh, okay, there's someone there. You know, so I think it depends. I'm With the aura, I'm actually seeing it. You okay. know, as you guys, I'm gesturing my two eyes. like I'm <laughs> yeah. um, But you're using that intuition in there too um, to look at what's going on. So it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both, I would say. Yeah. And so can we talk about the colors and do they sure. have, are there meanings to them? Are they the colors of the chakras? Are they, what, do you know what I mean? Or is it just a I feeling do. that comes with the color? No. So, well, it's interesting. Again, uh, some people, they train that uh, if you really want to get to know colors, I think there's 35 shades in each color. You should try to sit with every shade, I, which is amazing, but um, I have not done that. Yet. Wow. <laughs> um, but so I think part of it is, is I do associate a lot of colors with chakras, but also like I associate colors with just certain feelings. So like if I'm seeing someone's aura where it's, it's cloudy or it's dark, I might think there's something going on there more than just, yeah. um, you know, this is like a deep red, maybe, you know, something showing they need grounding, but also it may be showing there's something else going on. Okay. Um, can I interrupt here for a yeah. second? So, okay. So are you saying, because there's a camera that Kathy yeah. spoke about the camera. Yep. And so this color means this, and this color means this, and this color means this. Mm -hmm. Is it the same for everybody? Or like you just said, could it be that like this color represents this for me? Yes. Yeah. So the camera is usually the chakras. The camera ah, is open up okay. the chakras. Okay. okay. If you're if you're looking at someone, that's where you have to kind of go into the color a little okay. bit. This is, I mean, so everybody has their own style, but what I found when I really want to get deep in there with somebody, I'll go into the color, like energetically, I'll go and I'll say, what is this color telling me? Because um, that color could mean something different to the person who's sending it off. Like if I'm happy, my my aura is purple because I love purple. I'm like, right. Hey, right. 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 Exactly. You know. But, um, and also it can be connection to the spirit, but it's also, you know, like I, I, it's a happy color for me. So really, if you really want to read an aura, you want to go into that color and ask it what it's telling you, um, which is working with the color. This is a way to work with the colors. And I just want to say to folks out there, don't be afraid to say, well, what, what is, what are you trying to tell me with the color, this deep color, ruby red? What are you trying to tell me with that? And let the color tell you it will, um, I, you know, this is a little, uh, a, a side note, but um, people sometimes say, well, I, you know, I have the spirit following me around and I, I don't know what they want. I'm like, did you ask them? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I can do that. I'm like, yeah. I just wrote that down. What does this color mean to me? And so I'm glad right. that you just said that because I think that a lot of people, especially when they're like just kind of dabbling with their intuition, they don't recognize that you're kind of in charge. You're kind of, you can right. ask these things. It's Ginger and Kathy. It's kind of like when, you know, we would be studying animal communication. It was like, go back to the animal and ask. Right. And you're well, like, I was thinking, oh, oh yeah. You know, go to the spirit that you have, that you're connected with. Well, what are you trying to, what does that mean? Because I remember, you? Kathy, you saying that to me, we, we had a conversation about um, being able to, to pick up a scent, um, which is not always that common when you're reading mm -hmm. somebody. And I was saying that um, once in a while I could smell um, like cigarette smoke. 
or cigar smoke mm-hmm. and no one smokes in my house. I'll be in my house. And um, I think Kathy said, did you ask to see who was there? Right. And, I'm like, and here I am doing this. Or, no, it never occurred to no, me. It never <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we have the power to do yeah. that. So Mary, do you read people's colors over Zoom? Like, can um, you do that? Or does the computer screen kind of mess up the translation, I guess you might say? Yeah, yeah the color, the, the Zoom kind of distorts for me. I usually ask folks to send me a picture because it's a freeze in time. You know what I mean? And I okay. pick up, but Zoom, like with the, ener- the energy, it gets a little, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable that it's completely accurate. I'll be honest okay. with you. Yeah. 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 Um, but I. But you get I, it that way. So somebody emails you a picture of them mm-hmm. themselves. And that's how you're able to, that's what you base the reading off of. Right. Right. Cause it's, gotcha. it's gotten, it's frozen at that moment. And I try to get them to do, even I'll say, take your camera, give me something recent. Like, don't give me something five years ago. Right. Like, don't, right. You know, Cause you're not the same person you were five years right. ago. So. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Oh my God. Right. So right. when you talk yeah. about being able to um, read like six months out or whatever. Yeah. So let's say you see the white and then whatever that, color is do you see multiple colors like if you like the closer to the body might be three weeks and then three right that kind of thing okay so i look at it as layers so you have the white right and then the next layer is going to be six months out and the next layer that is going to be a year out it starts to get a little too fuzzy when you go a little further than that um but those yeah i look at it as layers of coming out of the body so so do you just look at, are you looking at the aura around the entire body? Or are you focusing on headspace? Are you just like, do you, do you know what I mean? And do st- yeah. different eras, because you mentioned the chakras before in the, mm-hmm. the camera, like d- different areas represent different things or, or no? No. So usually the camera's taking you from kind of mid, mid tummy up. Yeah. So usually when I'm reading someone, I'm trying, that's where I am. Okay. Um, you know, I have someone though that's that's come to me before that was sitting across me, and I was like, "Oh, there's something, you know, going on around the knee," and that kind of popped out. But usually, I try to focus on um, the tummy up um, for somebody, and that the camera does the same thing. The camera is usually you're sitting in a chair, and they take a photo of you, and then yeah. all kinds of you know all kinds of stuff are happening. But you know, I'm looking around someone, so you can see my eyes kind of moving when I'm reading someone. I'm like, "All right, what's happening over here on the left? What's happening over here on the right? There could be different colors coming in left and right." you know, depending on what's going on. Um, because the aura, you got to think about it, like our lives are complex, right? We have um, all kinds of things going on. So our aura is going to reflect that. Mm-hmm. Usually people don't have one certain color aura. It's it's usually some blends of colors because you got a bunch of things going on. You may be thinking about something and then, you know, you're running off to here and you've got this project to do. So your aura is reflecting all of that energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, if you're happy, your aura is going to expand out. If you're not so happy your aura is going to pull in um so you can feel that like like again this is something we deal with in day-to-day life and we say to someone you don't seem like yourself mm-hmm. well their aura is probably pulled in right. you know because they're just like eh, you know i'm just right. not feeling it today whereas if you go to a night so this is kind of interesting and, and you really have to protect your aura because if you're in a huge crowd um and you're bumping into different people right mm-hmm. which now with covid we're starting to come out into big crowds again you know concerts are happening events you're, you're bumping into people's auras. You can pick up stuff from other people's auras. That's why I'm sure on Instagram, Facebook, all that, you've seen those memes about being intimate with somebody, you know, you're combining auras. So when mm. you separate, you're not, it's not, you're not just pulling your aura back. You're pulling your aura and their aura. It's blending. 
So it's, and you can, you can pull other people's energy in with it. So it's, it's kind of important. Like if you um, go out to a concert or you go out to, you know, a, an event, a restaurant, even um, I always just try to put like a, I call it like a little force field around me mm-hmm. to protect my aura because um, I don't want anybody taking my energy. I mean, I'm sure we've all experienced this. You're out somewhere and then you come home and you're exhausted and you mm-hmm. don't really know why it's because, you know, someone was pulling your, your energy away from you. Or just, when you would, mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Keep, keep going, please. No, I was, I was going to say, are you with somebody? Like uh, I was, I remember um, again, when I was back in corporate, I met one of, I, I was new there. They were introducing me to a bunch of managers and uh, I walked into the room to meet this one manager. And I was like, Oh no, Mm. (laughs) no. And we looked at each other and I could tell we didn't, we just didn't like each other. We didn't even know, like we just looked at each other and they introduced me to him. And I was like, okay, I need to get out of this room. Like I need to get out of this room right now because his energy was just so, Um, and we never really could sit next to each other. We couldn't get, you know, we couldn't, it just wasn't because his energy was just so toxic. Um, So and so do you ever sage after, like, let's say you, you go out somewhere and you're around a bunch of people and you come home and you feel kind of icky, like, you know, you've picked up, do you sage yourself? Do you? Yeah, you can use herbs, um, like, like sage. I also, um, use like, I'll take, sometimes if it's really bad, I'll take a, a like a cleansing bath. Um, mm-hmm. so I'll get some hyssop and I'll get some, um, you know, just a couple of herbs I'll throw together into a, some cheesecloth. I'll throw it in my bath and just rinse myself from head to toe and let Mm. it go down. You know, Mm. I wanted, since I'm getting it off, I rinse it from head to toe and let it go down the drain so that it just pulls all the energy off me. Some people like to do the, the um, sparkly shower where they imagine a shower head above them and all the sparkly energy coming down and Mm -hmm. cleaning it out, but you can do it all kinds of ways. But you know, like if you're at something that's really, you know, there's, there's party and there's all kinds of things happening. You may need to take a cleansing bath. Because mm-hmm. you want to just get that energy off. Well, especially the more aware you are, the more, mm-hmm. yeah, like these, because yeah. I'm sure that the, the people who listen to this podcast are are probably pretty in touch and feel those things. I just this weekend held a equine facilitated learning workshop where we actually played with energy fields and we were talking about the energy fields of the horses, yeah. but I, I teamed people up in pairs and had them play with walking into each other's energy fields. And it was for a a few of them, like the first time they had ever really consciously thought about, oh, right. And they were able to feel, and that was the best part was that they were able to feel when they crossed an energy barrier, when they hit an, you know, a a line of energy. Um, And then we talked about how, when you're, then when you're right up next to each other, how your energy fields are mixing. Mm-hmm. They're touching, they're mixing. Yeah. So. And uh, when I was in, I'm a shamanic practitioner and you, when you're going to shaman school, uh, you get all these different rites given to you, presented yeah. to you. Sort of like in Reiki, you're getting in tuned, you know, shamans yeah. are, are doing that to you. And one of the things they do is they give us the bands of protection. And so it it is like a... Um, it's an energy field and I can, if I need to kind of puff it out a little bit, mm-hmm. so move it out away from my body. And it's really funny if you're in an elevator mm-hmm. and you do that, <laughs> yeah. you can actually see people un- subconsciously physically moving, moving away. away from you. Yeah, yep. They don't know. It's not like they're looking at me like, what the hell? But they're just, 
they're like mm -hmm. on their phone, but they're moving away. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it's really cool yeah. when you when you do those playing with those energy fields. Super cool. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to ask you, can you give us a like a I'm not asking you to tell us about a certain client or anything, but can you give yeah. us like an like an, like an example of what you would see somewhere like, OK, so you see a certain color and then you say, like, is it an emotion you see? Is it trouble coming forward? Is it is it uh, then stuck somewhere? Do you know what I'm saying? Like what I do. Is it an issue? Yeah. So this I'm thinking about a particular client that I read and her aura on the um, first layer, which was around the six month period, was really this bright, beautiful sky blue. And um, I said, you know, I, I feel like so, you know, I felt into it. And I could hear that she was thinking a lot. And, you know, in the sense of the, the thoughts were very like, I really wish for this. I really want for this. I'm reaching for the sky kind of feeling. And so I said to her, you know, like you want to get these things done over the next six months, but you're feeling like they're too high up in the air. They're too, they're too much in the sky. And she was like, yeah. And I said, so then we talked about that. How do you bring them closer to you so that you can do that? And then the next layer was more of this like, let me think for a second. So she had some yellow in there, um, but then she had some green. So there was like a little bit of a mixture. Like I could see the, the yellow is like this, almost the sun stripe, you know what I mean? And it was in the middle of the green. And I said, okay, so the green to me is very healing. Um, but also for her, I felt like it was nature, green, nature. Um, and then that, that sun streak of like, you know, making her mark in this world of, being grounded and being kind mother and all that so you know like you feel into it mm -hmm. um and she and, and she wanted to do a lot of work where she's doing um work with children mm -hmm. so it was that mothering type of energy but wanted really wanted to make her mark and this particular woman um her videos when she does videos online they're very much geared towards kids so they're fun and like playful and and things like that so and she was like oh my god but she didn't feel like she could do it because she felt like it was too big. It was too pie in the sky. So if you think about it, um, our auras are telling us what's coming before it's even happening. So she was getting caught up in this. These thoughts are too high in the sky. I can't accomplish this. But it was showing within a year, if we could kind of figure out something she could do, she could bring it more down to earth. So a lot. Yeah, I can tell you a lot. But it's just by the color. And then you, you the only way I can describe it is you feel in or you tune into that color and let the color tell you what it means so it really is like another modality mm -hmm. that we do for clients to try to be of service to them to help them um move forward to help them grow to help the, them expand so it's you're seeing a certain color and then you're diving into that color what does this right. color mean what are you trying to tell me so it really is it, it's another super cool Mm -hmm. modality to, to psychic modality, intuitive mm -hmm. modality. Yeah. That's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Like really? So for you, the colors don't have anything to do with the chakras. Um, well, it depends. <laughs> okay. Most, most of the time when I'm feeling in, I let it tell me what it wants. And sometimes it is like a chakra thing. Okay. Like, you know, if I, again, that, that red color, you know, red, if red gets muddy, if I see like a muddy red, you know, I'll say, Oh man, this person's not grounded. Right. So, you know, that, that gets a lot, or there's, there's something really going on in their basic needs life that they need to address. So maybe yeah. this may be a person who's not really taking good care of themselves or they're disassociating too much or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it depends. It, it can, 
I, I think for someone who's learning, it's not bad to springboard off of what the chakra colors mean. It's not a bad yeah, thing. For anybody who doesn't know, the chakras each have a meaning, obviously, and a color associated yeah. with them. So she was talking about red root chakra. Yeah. Um, so different colors, different for anybody that's going, what colors, chakras? Yeah. What the hell? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Have we done but a show on chakras? We did a while ago with Julie. Mm. Hey, that was quite a long time. That was quite, that was a, quite a long ago. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to write down Mary. Awesome. So is <laughs> there, what, what else should we know? Because I really know nothing about, like I said, I, I know nothing about the auras. So yeah. um, what else is there that we should, you know, that is like aura 101 kind of thing? Yeah, I think, um, really just be aware of the fact that you have control over what comes in and out of your aura, the energy mm -hmm. of, you know, if you want to control how you're feeling, like I, I, sh I'll, well, I'll say it like this, you know, we all have that one friend <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes you're like, do I really want to be around this person today? How do I feel? Like, what's my energy feel like? And then you can create some protection around you. So if you are going to go see that friend, right. That they you can handle you know, it stick yeah. the vacuum cleaner in and suck all that energy out of you. You know, it's, and, and if we're kind of walking around willy nilly and not being aware of our aura, then it can create things that, you know, we don't really want to deal with. Like, I don't want to be tired. You know, right. I don't want to feel exhausted after I see a certain person. So I think that's a big thing for folks to take away is that you have control over how you interact with people. And, you know, if your aura is giving you a sign, if you feel this energy from this person, then you should listen to that because again, not it's not always obvious with the with the two eyes that we use. So right. And the yeah. cool thing is this is it's you know, so some people would look at this like, oh my God, oh my God, there's a dark color in my aura. Oh crap. Mm -hmm. Well, it's mm -hmm. not that. It's an opportunity. It is being aware of your aura. And now for some people that might be like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, mm -hmm. it could be fun going out to the grocery store. Mm, and just right. you know standing next mm -hmm. to somebody and just saying oh yeah don't like that or <laughs> yeah that's pleasant or you know whatever I mean so not to look at it as there's no control over anything right. or there's this bad stuff and I just have to sit here and kind of you know wait for it Deal to you know, curdle up in a fetal position on bed and wait for it to go away excuse me no it's it's like no. you have you can protect that aura and you can use it to your advantage to yeah. you can choose mm -hmm. um, based on it I love that that piece of it yeah you know I do pretty well I, I do too because I think you know again like since COVID we're opening up a bit more and mm -hmm. so we're getting into big crowds and we're getting into we're, we're going back to the office you know we're doing things where we're interacting with people more so just to keep that in mind because you know we've been pretty isolated for a while and uh and or we've been around people we know like, you know, we've kept right. the circle small. Right. So the circle is getting bigger now. So to protect the aura so that it doesn't, you know, you don't go home and you're like, wow, I, you know, I, or, or, Hey, I feel really great. And I want to extend my aura out and I'm feeling happy and I'm seeing all these people I love and this is great. And we're exchanging, you know, energy and it's great. So I think keeping that in mind that it's, it's something that we can be aware of, um, protect ourselves from, you know, anything like that, or just expand if we want to, cause we're super happy. That's great too. Yeah. Do you think we, I mean, can we read our own auras? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I've done that where I've stood against a wall. I, I'm, I'm sitting next to a purple wall, so I don't do it against this wall, but I'll, I'll take a picture of myself up against a white wall and see what's going on. And so, okay, so a like, picture oh. is better than like staring in a mirror or something like that. Um, you, you can do, you can do a mirror. Absolutely. I usually like to just take the photo and then I, cause, cause I can, um, then you're expand. staring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then I can expand and do stuff like that. I can play with it. So looking in a mirror, sometimes I'm like, well, okay. But yeah, no, I've, I've done that before where I take a, cause the self, you know, selfies are strong these days. So um. <laughs> there's a new iphone out and that camera is perfect for aura right right <laughs> you know if that's, only if that's only. the next thing they'll have is the aura filter on the iphone yeah. you know right. Be great right mm-hmm. on dating sites they mess with their auras so they're like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Cool. so how easy is it or how hard is it to learn how to do this for somebody if they if this is a an interest to them Mm-hmm. There are classes that somebody can take. Or how, where would you need to be to start to be able to do this? Great question. I, yeah, I think the most important thing is to um, practice it when you're out somewhere and just yeah. relax. And really, the big thing is to relax because if you're like so, it's with anything. Like if you're so, don't try. The spirit, yeah, yeah, just just relax and let your eyes. It, really, like I said, corporate environments are great. You know, restaurants are great because the walls sometimes are just this lighter color you can see and you can kind of play with it. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, that- it, it's kind of like that magic eye thing. We've talked yeah, about this. In just the past gonna say that. When yeah. you have yeah. to like relax your eyes, you ha- almost you- half close yeah. them to see that hologram the, or whatever they're called. Whatever the, the picture yeah. in the picture, the picture, right. the picture, but, but if you're not, trying to staring it, at it, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. But if so you kind of, so that's what she's saying. Soften your gaze. And, soften yeah. your gaze. And, soften your gaze. And don't try. Right. We say that all the time. We say that all the time because Kathy and Ginger and I have all taught animal communication classes and stuff and, and different classes. And people are like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And the first thing we say is stop doing that. Stop trying. Mm-hmm. Stop trying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You have don't to try. allow it to happen. Right. Um, you can right. do the things like, okay, okay, I know I have to be against a, you know, stare at a wall or a picture or something. And I know I have to kind of like soften my eyes. But other than that, you just have to wait. But isn't that kind of like all intuitive, all our intuitive stuff? Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this morning I was doing some automatic writing and I was just like, okay, fingers on the, I do it on my keyboard because it, I type so fast, but mm-hmm. just close my eyes. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to wait. Yep. going to wait where is it you know i set my intention and now i'm just gonna wait um and not try just see what comes in trying is mm. such a bad word i know, yeah. I know. Yeah. well it's so detrimental to this this particular field of of yeah. work is the more you try the less the less you're gonna get yeah right yeah. right and trust it too like i used to I was starting to say, I used to grab my friends and be like, stand up against this wall. (laughs) And they were like, why? I'm like, I'm trying, I'm practicing something. Just stay still, you know, but the more you practice, the more that you can, you can blend into it and see it. And then you can kind of run, you know, you can run with it. And the more you do it, the the better you get at it. So I hate to say it, everyone, but it's practice. Practice, practice. practice. So is this, is this a, I'll call it a skill for lack of a better word or an ability. Is this an ability that you always had is it something you had but you took classes to learn how to hone or do you just did you just have the ability and you honed it on your own or was it a natural progression from something 
Yeah. So it's really funny because I couldn't understand why I could see stuff coming from one of my friend's heads one day. It was a color. I'm like, the heck is that? And then now there's red shit coming out of your head. I'm like, (laughs) well, no, I did want to, like, I, you know, I rub my eyes. I'm like, wait, what? You know? So um, it's funny how spirit works because at the time I was taking classes at a metaphysical place down on the uh, South Shore of Massachusetts and uh, they had an aura class. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, let me go do that. And then it, you know, it, it all came to, you know, the teacher was like, so let's practice again. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So that sort of, you know, I got curious and then um, I was like, well, it's got to be a, like their energy thing. And then I saw the aura, do you see colors? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, yeah. So that's, and here's the other thing I'll just say like books. And this is the same thing I say about tarot. Um, you have someone who writes a book. Books are great. I'm not discouraging books. However, um, they are the um, perspective of the author. So if they're mm-hmm. telling you about colors and you're like, mm, I don't really know if that's uh, green. Is that what, I don't know if green's really that. Um, then go with what your intuition is telling you because you'll be much more on. Right. It's yeah. Same thing with tarot. So it's a nice guide and it's a nice way to start. But really the best way you're going to get good at this is through practice. So if you do grab a book and you do get some color basics, that's fine. But also realize that, you know, the colors may be speaking to you differently. So trust what you're getting, not necessarily what the book is telling you. So I think this is kind of, sorry, Ginger, I think this is kind of like a a good place for that question. So I know Kathy and Ginger and I, when we do readings, like I see there's certain symbols, like whenever it pops in, I'm like, okay, I know what that means. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Do you have do you have that in there? Like sometimes we're like, oh, okay, I know what that means. Or is it really always different for everybody or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I do. I do. Um, so the one thing I do know with auras when I see those like bright white lights, that's a spirit that I definitely okay. know. Um, I usually springboard. So I'll say, okay, I know red usually is grounding. I need, you know, the basic need, but let me feel into it a little bit more Got and it. see what else it's telling me. So Got I it. do use that as a springboard. Okay. Same thing with the tarot, like, again, with, with readings, like if you use tarot cards, okay, the card is, you know, the tower cards telling me, Ooh, you know, this, but <laughs> what, what else is that? You know, is it, there's an ending for a new beginning? Is it, you know, what else is it? So you gotta, you gotta go deeper. If you're going to be a good reader on anything, as you all know, you mm-hmm. have to go deeper. And I love that we've had uh, our friend Tara Lewin on doing tarot cards, Tara doing tarot. Um, and, uh, she's very much, it's so much more. It's not like pick the card and then read the book. Right. It's what is that? Because that death card doesn't always mean what death, you know what I'm saying? So you, 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 that intuitive piece of it Mm -hmm. is where the magic for lack of a better word comes into it. Ginger, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, I just, I, I'm curious about this. I'm just figuring out how to word this. You know, we don't do any intuitive work without permission from the person. So whether it's cards or whether it's an animal communication, you know, whatever it is, healing. Um, is this kind of the same thing? Like if we talk about going to the grocery store, it's really what we feel from somebody else, right? We're not actually, I mean, is that like a, a violation of ethics somehow to read somebody who doesn't know we're reading them? Well, but here's the thing. My aura is coming in contact with their aura. Yep. You know, so I'm sort of like, we're, we're next to each other. 
Yeah. And I'm just trying to take care of myself. Yes. Yeah, so so, right, so it's okay. not like you're going into the, like when I said going to the grocery store, it's not like you're going into the grocery store and I'm dying or, or, right. or us seeing what's wrong with them or what's going on. Right. With them. Right, right. I'm standing next to this person and I'm saying, Ooh, gosh, that doesn't feel very good. I'm going to mm -hmm. pull, I'm going to do like you just said, right. Mary, what, what's most important for me right now. Right. You know what I mean? So, so it's, and you can't help feel, man, I was at a, a football game a couple of years ago. It, it was, and I hadn't been to a football game in 40 years, I, you know, since I was like a kid and it was a, a birthday present for my husband. And so we're at a football game and, oh my God, if you're an empathic person and somebody who Not reads energy, oh mm -hmm. my God, I thought it was going to die. Mm -hmm. You're crammed into this thing. And plus it's f football. So there's a lot of testosterone or, oh, yeah. or, same type of feeling energy around and I was just like oh my god oh my god oh my god I made it till just about halftime and then we went down under and everybody's like okay great let's go back and I looked at my husband I'm like I can't I absolutely can't he totally understood you know so I just found myself a nice little table in the shade and had a beer and watched the game on the tv that was under there yeah. but I was so much better there than being up there and it's like I could do nothing to control the feeling that I had, except to get away from it. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That's an aura thing. Yeah. That's yeah. A, you're, you're blending with so mm -hmm. many. That's how I am with shopping, the grocery store, yeah. Or yeah. Christmas shopping. I, I, know. I can't. Me too. Can't. Yeah. 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 So because we can, so, but this is a great discussion because now there might be some people that are like, why am I so uncomfortable grocery shopping? Or why am I so uncomfortable at a concert? Or why am I so right. uncomfortable? Now you know. Now right. you know. Now you know. Right. Now you can do, like you said, you can make your make your energy feel bigger and, and a little stronger. And maybe, yeah. 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 Or my friend, yeah. like you said before, Mary, you said the, the sparkly um, shower or whatever. Oh, yeah. She used to call it an M&M shower before she went out. So like the candy coating that goes over oh, the m, &M oh, oh, that's a great idea. She would put that yeah. over herself before she went out um, yeah. into into the world. Into the or, world. Or, yeah. Into where all the people are. Where all the people yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you guys a little bit of a, it's a like a story. But um, before, when I was just learning about auras and not really knowing how to protect myself, I went to a nightclub with a girlfriend of mine and we were dancing and we were having a great time. And um, she, you know, she, of course, thought I knew how to protect my aura. We, she didn't say anything to me. I went home that night. I had dreams that cockroaches were crawling all over <gasps> me. So I, I called her and I was like, um, how were your dreams last night? She was like, I was fine. I was like, I wasn't. And I told her and she goes, oh, yeah, didn't you like take care of your aura? And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> She's like, all right, we're going to talk about this. So it was like this weird you know, but I did, I kept dreaming like there was cockroach. I kept like trying to pull them off to me and they were all over me. And it was just the energy in that, in the club, you know, um, now I know better. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, that's so interesting. Well, this yeah. has been so interesting. Thank you again, Mary. And we know you're coming back. So you'll be. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote it down. I wrote it down. You wrote so, down. Yay. Mary again. <laughs> what are we talking about? Although. There is something to be said when we're like, I don't know, let's just yeah, throw something out there. It. There is something to be yeah. said for that. But one yeah. of our topics with Mary will be um, chakras and the other might be some magic talk mm. that we were talking about before. Yeah, yeah. very fun. Awesome. So Mary, we've asked some some guests in the past and, and I figured I'd ask you today as we close up the show, um, 
we totally stole this from inside the actress. actress. Thank you, Jerry. Inside <laughs> the actress studio. <laughs> I won't go through all the questions because I don't have them in front of me and I don't remember them. But um, what is your favorite swear word? <laughs> can, can I swear? You, you can. can. I, oh, click, okay. I, I click the explicit thing on the podcast. So you oh, can... Okay. Okay. So my favorite is fuck because yeah. it can be used as an adjective, a noun, whatever this <laughs> Fucking, 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 fucky fuck. It can so use it's bad. It can be good. It's like, good. fucking A. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So I feel it's a very versatile word. <laughs> cool. Um, two more questions. The next one is, if you could have dinner with any person dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, well, I'd have dinner with my dad. My dad passed away in 2014. So he'd be the first person I'd grab. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. My mom That's did funny. as well. Yeah. Same year. Yeah. 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 So dad, that would be number one. Yeah. Awesome. And um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you reach the pearly gates? Oh, yeah, that gosh. might be a hard one. That's a good top. one. Um, I for me, I, I think it would be uh, you you did good by us, girl. You awesome. Did, you did what we were asking you to do. That's that's what I hope. That's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah, really beautiful. Is. Actually. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on thank again. Thank you. For everyone um, listening, um, obviously you found us at thepsychicwives.com or on Apple or Spotify with at finding us as The Psychic Wives. We are on Facebook, um, The Psychic Wives. <laughs> it's a little redundant. Not hard to miss and us. You can, find, you can find all of Mary's information on our guest page of our website. So www.thepsychicwives.com. Until next time. Be well. And be kind. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.